Hey everybody, and welcome to this new series on the OnePress Pod called Reset. Over these seven weeks, Tasha and I will talk about the ways in which we can grow in our faith and our spiritual life by looking at the classic seven cardinal virtues. These are the opposites of the seven deadly sins. Through these habits and practices, we can grow in our faith and grow in our practice as Jesus' disciples in the world. Join us. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the One Prez Pod. I'm Phil Blackburn. I'm Tasha Blackburn. We're married. <laughs> and we work together. It appears so, yes. And we raise children together. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yes, yes. It is good to see you today, Phil. I haven't seen you all day. I know. We've been running uh, hither and yon today, as sometimes happens to us during the week, but nothing like a podcast to bring us together, Tasha. (laughs) It's either that or a romantic dinner. Let's choose podcast. Let's choose podcast. (laughs) No, we're excited to do it because we are starting a new series, which Mm -hmm. I think it'll be interesting. Uh, You know, it's not on the seven deadly sins, but on their partners, the... I mean... The Seven Cardinal Virtues. That was the name for it. The Seven Cardinal Virtues. So the series is called Reset. And we thought going into fall, you know, maybe people have put the summer behind them and, uh, you know, lots of things are beginning and starting up again. And we thought, you know, people might want to renew their focus on their spiritual lives. And so we thought taking a look at these virtues uh, might be a positive way to do it. You know, you may ask yourself why... If the seven deadly sins are more famous, <laughs> yeah, why aren't that's the, a first question, right? Yeah. Why aren't they the focus of our work this fall? Why, why not? You know, wouldn't it pack them in, Tasha, to talk about the seven deadly sins? Well, I think the bigger question would be why are they more famous exactly. than the cardinal virtues? Exactly, yeah, that's What's, what we should focus on. Right? What's it say about us as the church? Yeah, capital C church that we like to focus on the negative so much? Yeah. And uh, so we will touch on the, the, the sin that accompanies the virtue in each of these podcasts, but we're not going to focus on it. Um, we are going to well, focus... Well, I kind of did in my class, right. just full disclosure, okay. but it's okay. But uh, in the podcast, <laughs> we're going to try not to focus on Yeah, and so, not in so worship. Much. Yeah, and worship will definitely be focused on the positive. So our idea here is to create some space for you to reflect kind of on your own life and your own faith in this particular way each mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Um, so there will be seven of these. Uh, we'll, that'll carry us, shoot, Tosh, it'll carry us almost to November. Can I mean, that sounds crazy. Let's not think about it, yeah. Right, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it, as my grandmother used to say. Uh, so anyway, uh, this week we're talking about charity. That's our, our kickoff virtue. I preached on charity on Sunday, um, you taught your class on charity and its opposite vi- uh, greed. Yes, it's it's vice. It's is vice greed. is greed. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have any interest in talking about greed in, in my sermon. Uh, just to give you a quick recap of that, um, you can look at the Gospel of Matthew in chapter 5, uh, where Jesus says, You've heard it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, but I say to you, turn the other cheek, go the extra mile if someone sues you for your for your shirt give them your cloak also if someone asks to borrow money give it to them um you know these are these are the the ways um and so i tend to view charity in this in this way so i don't view it as just 
you know, throwing money into the Salvation Army bucket at Christmas or yeah. giving to a charity. That's yeah. how we use it in the 20th century. Uh, I tend to think of it, I think it's more We're helpful. in the 21st century. We're in the 21st century. I know. <laughs> Jeez. Time flies. Um, but I wanted us to think about it in a more holistic sense as giving away. Mm-hmm. And in the act of giving away, we actually get our freedom. Yes. Uh, that's what Jesus, I think, is talking about here with this turn the other cheek, go the extra mile, give your cloak also uh, business. He's talking about charity because you're giving things away. Uh, but what you're giving away is actually that which encumbers you. So you can walk through each of those things, um, the cheek, the mile, the cloak, the money, um, and you can see what it is that you are, are letting go of uh-huh. with each of those things. And so, to me, uh, we look in our own lives at what is it, what is it that is tethering us to the values of this world, uh, to the values of society and culture around us. What are those things that are tethering us to those things, which are not good? Mm-hmm. Like we are Christians, we do not think that the values of the world are what we're supposed to tether ourselves to. Um, and when we look at the life Jesus calls us to we find a way to kind of uh, cut those ties, potentially. Very difficult to do. I don't want to pretend like this is easy. Um, It's very, very hard. I think when we can even do it for a moment, we've achieved something really fairly special when we can turn the other cheek or go the extra mile. Um, But but, uh, anyway, that's how I thought about charity in the sermon uh, also available on the podcast, by the way. So if you're curious about it, I don't know that I'm doing the best sales job. Well, but, I um, think it's an interesting, I thought it was a really deep um, point you were making on Sunday. And it is hard. It, it It is a difficult, difficult part of the Christian message um, that somehow uh, for me to turn and 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 give you access to hit me on the other cheek mm-hmm. is somehow... Like you said, that would be a use of my freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a hard thing to hear. And and I would add to that, there is this sense of Jesus, I think, would have said there's power in it. Mm-hmm. Um, the person who demanded that you walk a mile for them, which was usually a Roman soldier, like you had to carry their pack for the mile or whatever, they just... They took things from you, mm-hmm. you know, by demanding that. But by you saying, I'll, I'll walk the second. It's like all of a sudden, because you gave away, you gained. There mm-hmm. is this weird, it doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. on any chart. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously all the caveats of like, you know, anybody who's being hurt in their own home is not right. Like, right, all those caveats mm-hmm. are here, right? We're talking about something deeper than that. We're talking about somehow this idea that you show that 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 you are more than that money right. that you are more than that demand you just made of me i'm more than that mm-hmm. i'm not that person you think i am that i you know that yeah. it's a deep it's and very difficult. and difficult subject to mm-hmm. talk about to even put words yes. to but i it's about identity at the end of the yeah. day like if if my identity is rooted in my faith ultimately mhm if my identity is rooted in my faith, that's a different set of values and a different set of priorities than if my identity is rooted anywhere else. Yeah. And this passage and this idea that I was trying to get at with charity on, on
on Sunday is very much tied to identity. Yeah. Like my Christian identity mm-hmm. as a follower of Jesus, that means then yeah. that I hold these things more lightly than I otherwise ought to. And and so that's a real, it, it is a real challenge. Like for me personally, in my life and my faith, it's a real challenge. Yeah. That balance between holding these things lightly and holding them close to me, whether they be my pride, my possessions, my time, my energy and efforts, um, mm-hmm. to release those into the world and release those because that's not who I am is hard. Well, and you used um, the quote from Lincoln that's very famous. It's, it's, it's in huge letters at his museum, in fact, that was part of his second inaugural address. He was killed very soon after, and the world, uh, Civil War has come to an end. Not quite. Winding is, down. Is winding down. And he began that speech by saying, with malice toward none and charity toward all. Do I have it yes, kind of right. close? That's right. No, um, that's right. And he's saying that to now people. Let's not get awkward here because I know we're in the South saying this, but he's saying that to Northerners mm-hmm. um, in an effort to reconstruct the South and to not have malice um, toward folks you've just been in battle with, mm-hmm. but to have charity toward them. So this is that different form of charity that is not putting the money in the bucket. This is that releasing, mm-hmm. that giving away to say actually um my identity is not going to be that i am bitter towards you and that you're my enemy forevermore i i will say that no that's not my identity my Mm -hmm. identity is charity for Mm -hmm. all Mm -hmm. and that there's this freedom in that to say uh i'm free from having to hate you yeah you know and that's the kind of thing and but to act like it's easy Mm-hmm. It's not easy. We've right. missed the point if we think it's right. easy. Right, right. And it cheapens everything if you yeah. think it's easy. But what a virtue. Right. I mean, right. they're not called cardinal virtues because they're no. little. It's, this is a huge piece of who we can be mm-hmm. um, and, and who we can at least strive to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to be that person who is free from malice. I want right. to be free from that. Free from malice, right. Yeah. And. And, you know, in our American society today, in the 21st century, as thank you helpfully pointed welcome, out. Welcome, welcome. Yes, thank you. Uh, <laughs> you know, almost nothing is, is more difficult to let go of than acquisition, acquisitiveness. Oh, gosh. Acquiring. Acquiring. Yeah. Whether it be stuff, money, prestige, mm-hmm. um, influence, mm-hmm. uh, all of those things are incredibly attractive to us. They are shiny metal objects. And let's not sit here and lie and pretend that more money, more prestige, more stuff uh, does not lead to more comfort in some ways. It, yes. it, it does. Um, but we are not called to comfort. And so this is where the idea of greed comes in as the opposite of this. Oh. Uh, you know, <laughs> greed is about making acquisition. It is about acquisitiveness as a virtue. Yeah. Um, it's the old Wall Street quote. It, well, I was going to say, know. you quoted Abraham Lincoln in your sermon, yeah. and I began class on Sunday with Gordon, with Gordon Gecko. Gecko. Yes. Of course I did, from the movie Wall Street. Mm-hmm. The classic Greed 80s is film. good. Greed is good. Greed works. Greed works. Right. Yeah. And um, 
And he has a follow-up line there that I, I kind of want to mention because he says something. He says, greed in all its forms, uh, greed for life, greed for money, greed for love, greed for knowledge. He has this like list yes. that he makes. And, and I think that actually gets to the main problem with greed. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to talk about this in coming weeks. Like, who's the sin against, mm -hmm. right? Like, the virtue is pretty clear like the virtues are always going to be honoring god yes with being our best selves but then in the vice like who's it hurting right mm -hmm. and we well know that greed hurts mm -hmm. people it 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 hurts people it hurts the earth mm -hmm. you know it, it does hurt others but i would argue and we talked about in class greed first and foremost is a sin against god yeah because it is saying that i'm the owner and not the manager. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's, I think, a key distinction. The, the, the biblical term for it would be steward. Yes. Like, I'm not the owner of any of this. Yes. I am simply the steward or the manager of it. And the, so when we flip those mm -hmm. and we forget that we are just the manager uh, and not the steward or, and not the owner, that's when we get really confused. And even his list, I think, helps us. Like, greed for, all those things sound good. Like, who wouldn't want more greed for love? Or life or knowledge, and then money, of course, too. But it's like, all of that, what is the, what is the commandment about Sabbath? If not a reminder that we're the manager, not the owner, yeah. even of our time. So it's, there are so many things in the way we live that are supposed to be these reminders to know your place. Yeah. I am a steward, I'm a manager of the time I have, mm -hmm. of the money I have, of the energy I have, of the gifts I have, you know, make all the lists, right. right? I'm a manager of them, which means first and foremost, they aren't mine. Second, I only have them for a period of time. Mm -hmm. You know, and third, uh, I'm supposed to be trustworthy yeah. in the management. And fourth, uh, the owner will come back. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> you know, so that's the big difference between an owner and a, and, a, and a manager is like, this is a specific time period that I get to do the best with this stuff that I can. Mm -hmm. And greed is what gets in the middle of all of mm -hmm. that and has me thinking I'm mm -hmm. the owner. Right. And... And, you know, that list of, of geckos implies this kind of belief in your own immortality. Right? Exactly. That, that you are not transient. Yeah. That you are not temporary. You yeah. are infinite because you acquire all these things. Yep. Uh, once that becomes your end, once yeah. your goal, your purpose is acquisition, yeah. you are bestowing upon yourself the false sense of permanence. Yeah, exactly. And, in fact, we... We've each read some books for this series, mm -hmm. and in one of the books I read about it, they said at the, I think it was Anselm, actually, mm -hmm. one of the church fathers, he said, really, the problem with greed is anxiety. Mm -hmm. Greed is all about anxiety. Mm -hmm. We are anxious right. that we won't last forever, mm -hmm. and so we just reach and reach and reach, mm -hmm. and we have got to deal with that anxiety within us, mm -hmm. um, or else we will always search and grab for anything we think would console us yes. for a minute. Yes. And it won't. And it won't at the end of the day. We are not the owner. We're the manager. We're the manager. <laughs> and yeah. And that gets back to letting things go. Yeah. This idea of charity. It's an interesting thing. It's an interesting intersection of freedom. Right. How freeing is it to say, actually, 
the earth is the Lord's mm-hmm. and all that is in it. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm going to begin there. Right. And I'm going to say, on this day, how can I best manage what's been given to me? Just yeah. today. Yeah. Just on this day. Yeah. Um, and this is the day I have. Um, and what's that do to our anxiety level even? Right. If I it's, don't feel like I have to hold on to everything. And, yeah. Yeah. So, and, and greed, I mean, it, if there's ever been a society built on this idea, it's the one you and I live in. And, and I think, <laughs> you know, you can be patriotic, mm-hmm. but you have to be honest. Mm-hmm. As a person of faith, you have to be honest mm-hmm. about where you are. And one of the things I encourage people to do is to simply see how much distance you can get emotionally from all the things that are put in front of you over the course of this week, which lies ahead. How many of them would fit in perfectly with what Gordon Gecko said? And how many of them would fit in perfectly with what Jesus said? Oh, well, goodness. You really want us to make the chart? Yes. Uh, one, one list would have make the most chart. things, and one list would have almost, almost nothing, nothing on it. Almost nothing, right? Yeah. Almost nothing. You have to understand that you live in a stew that is toxic to you spiritually. Yeah. It is a toxin. Yeah. Anything that introduces sin into your life as normal or virtuous mm-hmm. is a toxin to you spiritually. So when greed is set before you, you need a nicer car, you need a bigger house, you need better clothes, you need life insurance that will cover you and help you live as long as human, humanly possible. You need, you need, you need. And then on the other hand, uh, all this information that's placed in front of you that if you can just get rid of these other people or this other group, then you will have more. Mm-hmm. Right. That's mm-hmm. what a lot of our politics is based on. If you can just get rid of this group or this other uh, other set of people, I got to get you mine. Will have I got to get mine. And this is yeah. a bipartisan problem. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But this idea, uh, so many voices point back to your own self-interest. And Jesus points you away from that in the classic sense of the American idea of self-interest. He yeah. points you towards sacrifice. He points you towards letting go. He points you towards giving away. He points you towards rooting yourself and rooting your identity in the work of God through Jesus Christ in this world. And that work is naturally humble. It is naturally sacrificial. um, And it is naturally austere. Yeah, and people may look at you like you're crazy. They may look at you like you're crazy. (laughs) And again, I say this stuff as like, well, you know, preacher what are you doing i struggle with these things too yeah i mean i I am alongside of everybody else yeah trying to make as many faithful choices as i can in a society that doesn't really reward them yeah but it is already freeing to even be able to begin the conversation to say you know what i don't have to believe that yes i i don't have to believe that i need those things i don't have to fall for that right um, just even the beginning mm-hmm. can be freeing. Yes. Um, it It's a release. Yes. Um, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I want to say a little, I do want to give one little quote because I just think this is a beautiful phrase um, from Paul's uh, first letter to the Corinthian church. Uh, it's chapter four if you want to look it up. But he uses this phrase, he says, we are to be stewards of God's mysteries. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I just think that's Oh, that's beautiful. one of the best. Yes. You know, and yep. so it's like, okay, 
So when I think about if I'm trying to take myself out of the owner mm -hmm. and into the manager or steward, I'm trying to move myself into mm -hmm. my right role. And at the end of the day, we get the opportunity. We have been given the gift to be stewards of God's mysteries. Right. Like to the world, to be managers mm -hmm. in the time we're given, to share and, and, and manage as faithfully as possible as we can. God's mystery? It, that's just a beautiful image. I, yep. I kind of want to... Somewhere I have a sermon on that passage because I did a series in Lincoln <laughs> on stewardship and I didn't yeah. preach on... Mon none of the sermons were about money. Yeah. And so one of the sermons was on being stewards of mystery. What did I say? I don't know. It was probably 14 years ago. Well, but, and you are bringing up a good thing though here. I don't want people to listen to this about charity and greed and think it's just about money. No. This is about a changed heart. It's about who you are. Yeah. It is about your identity. Yeah. All of these are about your yeah. identity. Yeah. Um, you know, your this pocketbook week, may come into play. Your pocketbook is very much about your identity. But. But it's a piece. But like it's, it's yeah. yeah. Like it is, this is not write a bigger check to the church. This is. Although I did mention on Sunday, if people would like to. We're I not mean, going to stop. I them. mean. Yeah. yeah. The, we got a, balance, <laughs> a budget to balance here. But anyway. Uh, but no, it's not about that. But yeah. it, it is about your relationship with your money insofar as is it your identity? Is your bank balance your identity? Yeah. Um, are you in debt up to your eyeballs so you can have more stuff? Is that helping you? Is that serving Jesus? Is that being a good steward? Is yeah. that living? is that who you want to is be? Is that who you want to be? You don't yeah. have to be that way. Mm -hmm. You don't have to make those choices. You don't have uh, to, to harbor such ill will against other people. You can turn the other cheek. You don't have to seek vengeance and restitution. You don't mm -hmm. have to do these things. Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, there's a lot of freedom in just letting go a little bit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So this next week, the cardinal virtue is patience. Yes. Something, as you know, living with me, I am a master at. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're so patient. <laughs> so I'm the one preaching the sermon on right. it, too. And and so we will, uh, we will begin with that next week. It'll be mm -hmm. interesting. Talk about preaching to yourself first. Right. Um, patience and its partner vice, as you can imagine, um, is anger. Wrath. Wrath. The, the if you watch, the, we need to, we've got to orient off the movie. Okay. Like if anybody. <laughs> you mean the Brad Pitt. Yes, the Brad Pitt, Morgan seven. Freeman, Kevin Spacey film, Seven. No, we can't. So in Seven, it's not anger, it's wrath. Okay. So because, for us, it's anger. Because of those seven deadly sins, vengeance is part of the conversation. Wrath. Yes. It's going to be patience next week. And uh, we'll, we'll... But I'm teaching the class. We'll teach, we'll teach so, the vice and the virtue. Wrath on Sunday okay. All right. Thank you so much. Anyway. Hey, thanks for listening in today, guys. If yeah. you want to like the podcast for us, that would be very helpful. And we appreciate you listening. Like, leave a comment. Yeah. Love it. Yep. Thanks so much, everybody. And we will talk to you next week. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Reset series on the OnePrez pod. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you find your podcast. Leave us a comment or let us know what you think of this episode. Thanks for listening to the OnePrez pod. You can find more content at www.onepress.org or follow us on Facebook. Until next time, 